There it is. I always get a little antsy when the light goes to red and says the broadcast to start. But hey, it's Brent Leary. And you know what this is. It's the BBC, but not that BBC. It's not the British guys. They do some good stuff, too. But it is the Brent Broadcasting Channel here on LinkedIn Live and other channels near you. Um, love to be able to have conversations about what's going on with small businesses, particularly, you know, this idea of how they can transform their business. And, you know, we always heard the term digital transformation. Uh, but I think we're starting to feel that term now because of what's been going on with the pandemic. And so one company that's definitely been the champion for small businesses to get online and to do more online is definitely GoDaddy. And so with me today is Melissa Schneider, who is the VP of Global Marketing for GoDaddy. Melissa, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Look, we're already getting people saying hello here. Uh, my buddy Sven is here. That's always good to have Sven here. And well, Bob, yeah, I like Bob too sometimes. Bob, <laughs> Bob's a good guy. I'm just messing with him. He's a Patriots fan, which, you know, wait a minute. Do you like football? I better ask this to everybody who comes on here. You know, I I am not a huge football fan, but I will say I'm from the Boston area. So if I have to have oh an allegiance one way or another, I'm with Bob. Oh, well, you and Bob, will, I'll have to say goodbye now. And uh, <laughs> yeah. See, uh, oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Great to be seen. Yeah, there it is. Okay, so all kidding aside, no, it's great <laughs> to have you on uh, because I know small businesses are right up your alleyway. And, you know, just to give me a sense of what you've been hearing uh, from your small business customers. And we were into this pandemic, What I guess we're about seven months into it. Maybe you can even tell us, you know, what were the initial things that they were focused on and, and how have they progressed to where we are now? What are the biggest challenges and how has that changed over these seven months or so? Yeah, so... Right out of the gate, I think uh, we at GoDaddy, you know, woke up in March the same way a, a lot of folks did, and just recognized the incredible impact that that the pandemic, um, even in those early days, was going to have on on small businesses. So, you know, as you mentioned, you know, we wake up every morning thinking about the the everyday entrepreneur, the smallest of of small businesses, and thinking about how we can provide all of the tools and help that we can to help them succeed online. Um, and so looking at uh, looking at the early days of the of the pandemic, we you know reached out and started engaging with folks saying, hey, what are your expectations for the future? How is this impacting you today? Um, what can we do do to help? Um, but just in terms of, of what we saw in terms of impacts, um, in the early days, it was the initial, what's going on? Uh, how do I, how am I going to, to pivot from my, from my brick and mortar business, from my in-person services business to a mode where I have to serve people digitally in a way that I never have before? Um, so kind of managing all of that internal conversation and thinking about their future in the context of just trying to just trying to stay afloat. So, um, you know, we have a uh, we had a set of surveys that went out. We've had we've, we're engaging with customers every every day live. And what we what we noticed was that um, about 75 per percent of them in those initial months uh, recognized a clear impact to their to their business and to their revenues. 
um, about two in five of them had to, if only temporarily, shut down entirely for some time. Again, if only temporarily. Um, but what we've seen throughout this pandemic, early days and even into today, is that um, small businesses and entrepreneurs are incredibly resilient. Um, those, those same conversations we were having with them, we saw that about 70% of them expected to to make it through and not just make it through, but they saw growth um, coming out of the pandemic. Um, so the early days were really about how is this going to impact my business? And I just shared some ways that that impacts actually flowed through. Um, but now what we're seeing is folks thinking about how they're going to reopen, how they're going to emerge, how some of the things that they've started to engage with out of necessity online as part of the pandemic are going to translate into long-term growth for them. Um, and so we're very much in the middle of this, but I think what's inspiring is again, to see that resilience be married up with the ability to start um, engaging with new technology and services to help drive business growth. I've heard this, that term, uh, you know, the innovative and creativity and, you know, just inspiring uh, when I hear I've had these conversations over and over again with different vendors that are, you know, working uh, with small businesses. And I love that, you know, there's the initial tough time, you know, how do we survive? But then like this creativity starts to kick in and innovation starts to kick in and, and, and even inspiration of, you know, learning from each other, how do, how do we get through all this together? And, and it's great to hear that coming, you know, kind of that theme continuing on as as we kind of progress through this uh, pandemic. It's, it's really great to hear that. The other thing I think we, we've heard is because overnight when when we pretty much all had to shelter in place just like overnight, uh, we couldn't go out and shop like we used to. And there are so many moms and pops stores that lost all the foot traffic. Um, and so everybody had to start shopping on, you know, online. I mean, groceries uh, shopping is a great uh, example of that, where, you know, a lot of people were still doing the old traditional going to the market. And then all of a sudden, when you couldn't go to the market, they had to shop online. And so like the numbers for online grocery shopping just shot out, shot up. So let's talk a little bit about where small businesses are. You know, we had the, the kind of the high flying small businesses who are already, you know, built in the cloud, so to speak. But then you also had like the traditional ones and they make up the majority of small businesses still that had to, you know, either switch quick or die. And and it seems like you're we're seeing and hearing more and more of these, you know, making that switch. So what talk a little bit about that in terms of small businesses, the traditional guys having to go, you know, start selling in the cloud where they were really used to having people come into their stores. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to share with you just a, a couple of real examples of people that we've seen adapt and, and make this make this transition. And I'll say that um, yesterday we had this amazing event with our customers called GoDaddy Open, where thousands of small businesses came together um, to, to join us in, again, just talking about the ways that that adaptation has, has happened, the ways that GoDaddy has can help to to help small businesses uh, make that make that change. And again, that sense of you know making it through binding together resiliency came through as we saw as we saw so many of those folks uh, join us to to have some of those conversations with um, with folks from GoDaddy and some other small business experts. But 
Um, I, I want to highlight just a couple of real examples. Um, one of them is right there in Atlanta with you, Brent. Um, right. uh, we've got uh, Amber and Kiwi Robinson, who, along with their three children, uh, before the pandemic, had built up this side hustle um, called Moki Pops, where they were making these, you know, these health conscious vegan popsicles. Um, and they were, you know, just at the point of getting to where they were going to scale, you know, get that storefront open up, create a real operation where they were going to be able to service customers in person when, when COVID hit. And so um, what they needed to do was uh, was get creative, was to think about how do we transition what we thought was going to be to what we know needs to we know needs to happen. And so they were firing up those social channels. They were starting, they were getting their message out there um, on Facebook and Instagram um, in in new and exciting ways. And in terms of their model, they were thinking about and, and started to engage with more delivery, uh, like popsicle delivery, right? How <laughs> did they imagine that, that was how they were going to be running their business? No, um, they're engaging with pop-ups in COVID-friendly settings around Atlanta. So uh, maybe a little plug to visit mokipops.com um, and just check them out as an example. And in the background, know that these are folks that had to that had to just think differently about their about their business model and what it meant to to engage and and sell online. Um, you know, and and that's a that is a um, an example of someone who was thinking they were going to have a physical storefront. I mean, some of the businesses that were most impacted here were businesses that provide in-person services. So, um, you know, at our event yesterday, uh, we talked about uh, a customer of ours named Ramon Bostic in Arizona, who um, he's a personal trainer. Um, he was he was going and and running a very personal, you know, face to face service um, service with folks that you know, and his business dropped off completely um, as so many um, so many gyms and um, and trainers and yoga studios and you know all of these all these kind of exercise based um, and and health and fitness based businesses experienced with the pandemic. Um, and so Ramon started running his classes over over Zoom. He said, "I need to start taking appointments online. I need to I need to get out there and engage with customers again in social channels with with beautiful content um, that gets them to recognize my brand, my worth, and then I need to deliver a way for them to to engage with me." And so he's doing Zoom classes. He's got a he's got a great website. He has a amazing social presence thanks to um, thanks to GoDaddy's uh, recently announced over capabilities, which allow you to create really beautiful content across your entire online presence. Um, and he's digital now. He is a digital physical trainer. Um, and um, so when you think about the types of transitions folks had to go through, they they run the gamut. But again, like the creativity, again, from delivery to online services um, is just it's it's awe inspiring. I, I think I still see a stat out there that says, and it's, it's like a stat that it hasn't really changed a lot over I don't know, the last decade or so, where uh, only a roughly about 50% of all businesses have a website. I mean, and this is a stat is just, I, it could be actually longer ago than that, but it's something that doesn't seem to have changed a lot over time. Um, do you see the, the pandemic affecting you know, uh, companies to say that don't have websites that we, we have to have one now. And, and then on top of that, 
it seems like they not only have to have a website, they have to have a website that actually transacts digitally transacts business. Uh, what are you seeing in that? Are you seeing more companies that hadn't had one be interested in one? And then also, you know, just needing the functionality of being able to transact digitally now, you know, with all this going on. Well, in general, we're seeing more small businesses, um, just recognize the importance of the whole of their the whole of their online presence, including a site. And just because someone doesn't have a, a website doesn't mean that they're not engaging online. Um, businesses start very, you know, these everyday entrepreneurs start out by by jumping into jumping into social channels by thinking about the the places that already have um, already have traffic and engagement where they might want to might want to sell online marketplaces like eBay, Etsy, um, and so one of the things that we're really focused on at, at GoDaddy is saying, look, as we're as the criticality of your total online presence um, is is coming to the forefront, um, we're providing you a way to connect all of those dots together um, by way of our our website's plus marketing solution to say. You can have your you know, beautiful content that you generate around your brand online that shows up in your in your social channels where you're going to be able to generate um, engagement and, and eyeballs. We're going to help you make sure that you can make sales via those via those social channels. And we're also going to help you connect that that online store presence that you want to build back to the marketplaces that you're already in or that you would like to be in. So I think that, you know, we're all shopping more online. Small businesses by necessity need to be ensuring that um, that their customers or prospects can either um, can, can find them and can transact with them and get their products and or services online. And, um, it, you know, it's not just about getting a website, but thinking about having a solution that's going to allow them to touch all of the places where uh, where their customers and prospects could potentially engage with them. You think about, you know, how a lot of uh, uh, things are bought online. A lot of them are bought on marketplaces, you know, Amazon and, and places like that. Um, so could you talk a little bit about you know, from a small business perspective, what's what kind of the right mix? You know, you want to be able to sell on your own, uh, you know, property. And, and, you know, because you can usually get a little bit more. You don't have to you know, pay somebody a transaction fee, uh, but you still need them because that's where the traffic is. That's where a lot of people go, you know, now they're going directly to like Amazon to do product searches. So you kind of have to have your foot in there with the marketplaces, but you also want to have your own, you know, site where you can, you know, drive people to eventually and hopefully, you know, get them to sell, you know, buy directly from you. Can you talk about that a little bit? What's the kind of, how do you know what, how to set that up, how to make sure that, yeah, we have our own place, but we also know that it's important to be over here doing things as well. Yeah, a great stat around this is that we see that small businesses that sell their products on on marketplaces and their website on average make um, you know about one hundred and fifty six percent more in in revenue than those who are just just in one of one of the two. Um, but right. it just highlights the highlights the importance of. Of, of being um, kind of multi-channel uh, in terms of how you think about your sales. Um, the appropriate mix uh, really depends on, you know, what you're, what you're selling, who you're trying to sell to, what are your aspirations. But 
Um, again, I think that one of the things that we're super focused on is making sure that we're making the ability to show up and transact everywhere easy and possible um, with just a few clicks. Uh, you know, one of the things that holds hold small businesses back from engaging in multiple places, whether it's starting that website or getting out to different marketplaces is just the the idea that it's going to be a lot to manage, um, that I'm going to have to manage inventory across all of these different channels, that I'm not going to know if I'm running out, I'm not going to really understand what's working where. And that's why so much of our focus has been on our websites and marketing um, e-commerce platform has been about making sure that we're keeping that all to one place. So you can have one story around what you're selling, how much you're selling, how you're selling it across everything from Facebook and Instagram over to Walmart to your website, um, such that it takes that, that, that fear of management uh, out of it and makes it makes that expansion and getting more eyeballs easier. There are so many moving parts. <laughs> to, I mean, you just named that you ticked off a bunch of them. Uh, how is GoDaddy helping, particularly the, like the smallest of guys out there, to do all of that? Because, there's, like I said, there's there's you know the the transaction taking part. There's the just having a web website. There's content creation um, and marketing and all that. Uh, so, how do you guys help kind of ease that you know the pain of trying to juggle all those balls and and potentially work across a bunch of different systems too? In, in two ways. I think one is just, you know, simplifying the experience such that it's truly all in one place. Um, you're not jumping around to a bunch of different platforms, you know, managing between, you know, your spreadsheets and your, you know, your POS system and trying to figure out ways to, to integrate everything as much as possible into into one single flow. Um, I would say also just things like content creation. Um, again, I'll, I'll mention, uh, you know, something that we we talked through, uh, talked through yesterday, which is um, the way we've integrated over into, um, into websites plus marketing. So over uh, is a company that, that GoDaddy acquired last year that has this, you know, very simple tool for, um, for social, it was originally social media, um, social media content creation, right? Making those really stand out Instagram and Facebook, Facebook posts. Um, we've integrated that into websites plus marketing such that you can create that beautiful content for your website. You can create it for that social, those social posts. Maybe those social posts are something you want someone to actually buy from, um, directly. Uh, and so, um, Really, it's simplifying it all down into one place where everything is everything is really connected uh, across your across your online presence. The second thing I'll say is that you know at GoDaddy, it's about you know the the tools, it's about the solutions, it's also about the help and resources. Um, we've created this amazing community of small businesses and um, and partners, frankly, uh, partner companies that we that we work with that are really focused on providing resources and guidance for um, for these everyday entrepreneurs. So you have the tool, but thinking about best practices in in using it and getting out there into these different channels. Um, our community, the community we've built via openwestand.org and the um, the service that our uh, our GoDaddy guides provide to to everyday entrepreneurs 
um, is, is really a nice coupling with the, with the tool itself, just to say, here are all of the different ways that others have been successful in, in using this and the way that you can try to deploy it to help grow your business. So like I said, I think previously we're seven, almost eight months into this. Uh, what is, what is, what are things that will look like for small businesses on the other side? Once we finally get past this, uh, how different are they going to have to be? I mean, there's, they've had to make adjustments during the, uh, the pandemic. How many of those adjustments do you think are, are here to stay versus, you know, going back? Um, you know, it, I've been thinking about this for a while and it's everything I see, like, for example, the online grocery shopping, I think there's a, a pretty significant amount of people who never thought that they would do online shopping because they liked, you know, the, the traditional way that they shopped. But when they were forced into it, they found out, you know what, this isn't bad. Uh, you know, I don't have to go out. I don't have to, you know, wait in line. I don't have to, you know, do certain things. This ain't bad. So, I think there's a pretty, you know, pretty significant percentage of folks who had to change because of the pandemic, didn't want to, but they had to. But when they did, they found out, you know what, this is bad. Uh, so there's some permanent changes, but maybe you could just give me your your take on what do you think is going to be permanent and what do you think has the chance to you know, kind of resort to where things were beforehand? Yeah, I think this pandemic has really forever changed the way that we we you know transact as humans um i and i but i i really believe that what we're seeing um out of our community of everyday entrepreneurs is um is a belief that they're gaining valuable tools um and and skills uh over the course of the pandemic that is going to help them augment their business results um, as things go, quote unquote, back to normal, not sure exactly what that, I don't think any of us know what that looks like, but um, over time, as more in-person business resumes, um, you know, I, I think some of these, some of these everyday entrepreneurs that in some of the examples that I just, I just talked through um, earlier, I mean, these are folks who have found new avenues to deliver their products and services to the, the customers that they want to engage with. Um, and so uh, the the relative importance of of those interactions in the context of the totality of their business may change as there is more you know storefront interaction and as we see folks kind of coming out um, more and more to engage in person in their communities but uh, make no mistake I think that you know there's uh, the the services the tools the the channels that small businesses are engaging with are are an, an unlock that um, I think you know folks in the in the future are going to continue to see as being part of part of just how they run their business. Melissa, this has been great. Uh, I love the hearing it from from you and GoDaddy because I know you're you're kind of on the front lines with these folks. Uh, where can people go to learn more about uh, what you're doing and some of the things that you just talked about? So uh, I mentioned this, you know, earlier, just quickly, but um, check out openwestand.org. Um, we are are so proud of 
the community of partners like LinkedIn and American Express and Slack and over 70 others that have have jumped in to support the, the small business community. Um, there, there's lots of uh, great information and resources from, from not just GoDaddy, but those partners up on Open We Stand. Um, and Open We Stand is also um, an incredible resource for advice, um, advice from other small businesses that have that have gone through and adapted um, observations from GoDaddy's GoDaddy's experts. So, so please do please do check out OpenWeStand.org and check out GoDaddy.com. Um, a lot of what I just talked through in terms of the the capabilities that we've enabled um, small businesses to embrace and engage with through our websites plus marketing platform, whether it's the ability to sell everywhere or the ability to look great with amazing breakthrough content uh, through that through that over integration. Um, those are all available um, and part and parcel of, of engaging with the websites plus marketing platform. So um, so GoDaddy.com um, has a, a great uh, a, a great list of resources that small businesses can start to engage with. That's awesome. This has been a really great conversation with Melissa Schneider from GoDaddy. And are you currently out in the in the the Phoenix area? Uh, I am in Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, they got a uh, you know football teams out there too, so you might want to. I think they do. Yeah, you, yeah. you might want to you know change your allegiance. You know, since you're on the West Coast now, you you just leave that Boston stuff behind. The pay. Yeah, don't worry about those guys. I don't know if I can do that, but uh, I've been giving it a shot for ten years. But we'll see. <laughs> well, keep on giving it a shot, and one of these days, you will be a what? Oh, here it is. Uh, I, I knew that would get to him. Yeah, yeah. He wants me to invite you to. We do this thing called the CRM Players. Me and my uh, my, uh, my partner Paul Greenberg. We have happy hours later today. He just wants to be there, you to be there, because it'll be just another Boston person to you know antagonize me for an hour or so. But yeah, sorry, Bob. I'm sure she's got better things to do than to hang out with you at the happy hour. So there, there it is. But Melissa, this has been fun, and thanks again for uh, all the the great information and and all the great work that GoDaddy is doing on behalf of the small businesses too.